Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Most people do enough to get by. The people who get into the top 20% don't do that. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Trailday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my bulletproof mastermind and then my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me and we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job 
and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event We're on day one, we're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting how to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, we're not done. You get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is that go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, I told you that we were going to be getting into this and we are getting into it now. The topic today is most people do not have and will not have ambition. Most people are simply not ambitious. So if you are looking for people to be ambitious, I want you to understand that most of the time they're not going to have it. And you cannot force ambition onto another person. So when you notice that they don't have it, you should probably expect 
is going to stay like that. But we're going to get into why this matters today. And actually, we're going to make this a two-part series. So today and tomorrow, we're going to be talking about most people just not being ambitious. Now, before we get into this and why it matters to you and what you need to do with this information, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every single day to everyone who's in my text community. So if you want to receive that text, all you got to do is text me at this number. It is 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now. And every day when I send out my daily motivation text, you are going to be on the list and you will be a recipient of that text. So that number again, 305-384-6894. Send a text there. And every day when I send out my daily motivation message, that message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You're going to be focused, sharp, and on point because you're going to be one of the people receiving that text. Now, why are we even talking about this subject of people not being ambitious? There was a study done. Some of you, maybe a few of you might be familiar with this. Many of you probably aren't. There was a study done on men back in the day. This is back in maybe like the 1950s or the 60s. And the study basically followed a bunch of men through their lives from age 18 up through age 65, which at that time was retirement age. These days, 65 is still in certain industries retirement age, but a lot of people are living a lot longer. Therefore, they're working past the age of 65. But they followed men from 18 to 65. By the age of 65, here's the breakdown of what happened with all these men out of 100%. And they were studying specifically what happened to these men financially. At the age of 65, 1% of those men were rich. 1%. 4% were financially well off. 15% were financially taken care of. They were in a pretty good space financially as far as you know, taking care of themselves, 15%. So that's the first 20%. Amongst the remaining 80%, the final 80% of the men in that group, they were either A, still working because they had to work, B, financially dependent on their children or the government, or C, did. The final 80% were not in a good space financially. Only 20% of those men were in a good space financially. 1% rich, 4% financially well off, 15% financially well taken care of. The final 80% were either not in a good space financially or they were dead already. Now, while this study was done only on men in you know, this time period, because this is at a time when a lot of women were simply not part of the workforce, the statistics would still bear out today. And we know the statistics would still bear out today. Here's the proof. Now, remember the Occupy Wall Street movement? What was the Occupy Wall Street movement about? And this was, what, maybe 10 years ago. What was it about? It was all about this group of people who figured that these are a group of people who were, for the most part, in the bottom 80% that I just described, and they were in that bottom 80% today. And what were they complaining about? They were all targeting their anger at one group. Who? The 1%. They were all talking about the 1%. And even today, you hear people talking about this. The 1% of people control X percent of the wealth on the planet or in the United States or you know, whatever the number happens to be. You got government people telling you, well, we need to tax the rich. We need to take a certain amount of money from people who are in a certain financial bracket, take money away from them because they won't miss it. And we should distribute that to the people who need it with no consideration whatsoever to how these people even got the money and no consideration to the people who don't have it, why they don't have it. No consideration whatsoever given to that just because they have it and these people got it and these people don't. We need to take from this group and give to this group. And there are a lot of people who applaud this. We're going to talk about this today. Today and tomorrow, we're going to talk about where this comes from and why this situation is the situation. And I'm going to challenge some of the assumptions that some of you have. because Some of you already have some assumptions as to why these groups are these groups. And your assumptions are, for the most part, incorrect. But we're going to get into that 
all today, all based on this whole concept of most people not being ambitious. That is a topic here today and tomorrow. So keep that in mind. So the 1% still exists. The 1%, the gap between the 1% and everyone else has gotten larger. And the gap between that top 20% and the bottom 80% has gotten larger as well. And any way you break it down, the gap is just getting larger between the people who are making it happen and the people who are not making it happen. The gap just keeps getting bigger. What we want to talk about today and tomorrow is why this is and what you can do about it. Because again, the reasons that you think it is and the reason that it actually is are not the same. Point number one, the topic once again is most people are not ambitious. Point number one, first place that I heard about this study was through Earl Nightingale and his famous cassette tape that came out back in the, I don't know what year this tape came out, probably in the 50s or the 60s. It's called The Strangest Secret. If you've never heard of The Strangest Secret, you should look it up. It is on, you can find this on YouTube. You can find it in your whatever streaming service you have. You got Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. You can find it right there. It's called The Strangest Secret. The author's name is Earl Nightingale, and the entire audio is about 36 minutes long. So I am, again, referring you to some material that you need to consume yourself. And The Strangest Secret is something you you should consume over and over again. There was a point, it's probably maybe 2018, one of those years, maybe 2017, 2018, I think listen to The Strangest Secret like every day for like 100 days straight. It's 36 minutes. You should listen to it and you should listen to it more than once. Go listen to it so that you understand where I'm getting this from. And you may be wondering why and how the people in the top 20 percent are in the top 20 percent. Again, some of you are assuming that maybe it's because they were men and men just had all the control over all the finance. That's how they got into the top 20 percent. That is wrong. Maybe you think, well, that study sounds like with the time frame you're given, Dre, they probably studying all white men. And that's the reason they were in the top 20 percent, because they were all white. That is also wrong. Is it because some stroke of luck? Is it because they stole land and money and wealth from other people of other colors and other ethnicities and other genders? Is that why they got into the top 20 percent? Also wrong. Another assumption a lot of people make. All wrong, because guess what? The people in the bottom 80 percent were men. Also, there were white men in there and there were American men, whatever group you think has done something wrong. There were people in the bottom 80% populated that group just as much, if not more, in the top 20%. So none of those is the reason. If you know me, you know this show, you already knew those answers would be no, no, no. The answers are, let me tell you the real answer as to why this happens. And I want you to think about, as I'm giving you this information here today, as always, like I do here on the show, I want you to think about not only the information I'm giving you and how it may apply to these people that I'm referring to, these nameless, faceless folks. I want you to think about how this applies to you, because that's what really matters here. Earl said this himself on his tape. Again, it's called The Strangest Secret. You should be looking it up and saving it on your device right now while we're talking. The reason why the men in the top 20% were in the top 20%. Anybody have a guess before I even tell you? Anybody want to guess how the people in the top 20% back in the day got into the top 20%? Let me ask you a different question, and maybe you have better frame of reference for it. Because these days, there's still a top 20%. Now, there will always be a top 20%. And you can think of the industry that you work in. You can think of where you go to school. There's a top 20% and there's a bottom 80%. You can think of the neighborhood that you live in. You can think of your group, whether you're black, white, male, female, whatever gender, identity, sexual orientation, whatever group you're a part of, when it comes to income production, when it comes to income levels, when it comes to overall production at work, when it comes to academic performance, when it comes to athletic performance, if you play a sport, when it comes to a level of intelligence, if you're in school, whatever thing that can be measured that you want to measure, there is a top 20% and there's a bottom 80% in everything that you're in in life. There's a top 20% and a bottom 80%. Now you might be in, you're in one of those groups. 
Let me ask you, because the answer is the same for all of these, no matter what the group is, no matter what the measurement is, there's a top 20 and there's a bottom 80. My question is, how do the people in the top 20 get into the top 20? That's my question. And I want you to answer. The answer is the same for all the groups. Anybody know? All right, let me give you the answer. I think the suspense is killing you. The answer is people in the top 20% got there because they wanted to be in the top 20%. And because they wanted to be in the top 20%, here's what they subsequently did. They took actions that would get them into the top 20%. Now, here's what you need to understand. The bottom 80% is four times as many people as the people in the top 20%. So here's what the people in the top 20% did. Actually, let me back up. Here's what they did not do. They didn't do what most everybody else was doing. And this is tying directly to our topic here today and tomorrow. Most people don't have ambition. So by deductive reasoning here, if you're following me, most people do enough to get by. The people who get into the top 20% don't do that. They look at those people and they do something different. Now, while everybody who's listening to me right now, and most of you are a special selection of the population, so I wouldn't say Now, if we were to just take this group, there's going to be a top 20 and a bottom 80. But amongst the wider population, most of you, people who listen to podcasts, period, especially personal development, professional development, you are already a select group of individuals as it is. Most people, if I presented them just this information I've shared with you so far and ask anybody, do you want to be in the top 20 percent of income earners? Everybody likes having money, even if money is not your main driver, your main focus. Everybody wants to be in the top 20 percent. Everybody wants to be in the top 20 percent in any form of performance. And if you're over the age of 18, understand that many people say they want to do something while at the same time their actions say something completely different. Now, again, if you're over the age of 18, you've seen this and you know it. Here's the point and the crux of today's masterclass. Most people do not have the ambition to do what it takes to get into and to remain in the top 20% in anything, whether we're talking money, performance, education, intelligence, whatever. Most people just do not have the ambition to do it. Yes, they can say it. Anybody can say anything. Again, how many people have you come across who said one thing that they wanted to do, but then they didn't actually do what they were talking about doing? Everybody here has experienced that, right? Most people are simply okay with being okay and doing enough to get by and knowing that they can relax and rest easy with that alone. Most people are just okay with being okay. This is just what it is, folks. And you are not going to change this, by the way. This is not necessarily a bad thing either. It's just true of humanity. The rest of this episode and what we're going to talk about in next episode will be on what we can do about this if you are indeed in that 20% or even if you're in 80 because you're in one of those. Again, in everything in your life, you're in one of these groups. Let's move on to point number two now that we have framed what this episode is going to be about. Today's topic, once again, is most people are not ambitious. Number two, in episode 2051, I told you how to achieve more through doing less. One of the main ways that you do this, achieve more by doing less, is understanding and applying the 80-20 rule to as much of your life as possible and as many aspects of your life as you possibly can. Applying the 80-20 rule. This includes with people. In other words, you want to find people who are in that top 20% and you don't need as many of them if you just focus on more, finding more of those people. So if you can get more done with four top 20% individuals or top 10% or top 5% individuals, then you will get done with 20 average individuals who are in the bottom 80. So you don't need more people. You just need more of the right people. So you don't need 100 customers. You might make more money from five customers than you make from 100 customers if you got the right five customers, depending on what you're selling. You can make more money 
selling to 100 people than you can make selling to 1,000. Again, depending on who's in each group and what you're offering them. You get more done in two hours of work every day with the proper focus than you would get done in an eight-hour workday doing a bunch of meaningless, busy work bullshit. All of you have experienced this before. Your challenge may be replicating this, but you have experienced it. Knowing that most people are not ambitious, here's your job in life is to sift through the 80% as quickly and efficiently as you can so you can find those who are in the top 20%. If, if you are an ambitious person and you indeed want to reside in the top 20%. Now, again, everybody who's listening to me, if I was to ask you face-to-face, do you want to be in the top 20%, everybody would say yes, but you got to be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, do you really want to be in the top 20%? If you do, all you need to do is what I just told you. Sift through the 80% and everything that you do in life, whether it's with people, with your actions, with your habits, with your energies, whatever you are doing in life, you got to sift through the 80% to find the 20% and you will achieve more through doing less. All of this, of course, is predicated on you personally being in the top 20% and wanting to be and wanting to remain in the top 20%. Don't lie to yourself about this because it sounds good to all of us to say we want to be in the top 20%. It's a whole different ballgame to do the things required to remain in the top 20%. So this is a con- that's a conversation you got to have with yourself. I, that one I can help you with, but you got to have it with yourself first before you can get help from anybody else. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is most people are not ambitious. If you are a salesperson, a recruiter, a coach, or someone who works in several other professions in which you are dealing with people, any kind of people, whether you're selling them something, whether you're getting them on your team, whether you are managing them, whether you're hiring and firing them, your main job is not the thing that you do. Your main job is not actually coaching people. Your main job is not hiring staff. Your main job is not being a headhunter and finding the right people and placing them in the right job. That's not your main job. You might think that's your main job, but it's actually not. Your main job is finding people who are in that top 20%, the performers, maybe even the top 5%, depending on what you're doing. And then you engage those individuals. Your main job is finding those people who are in that top 20%. When you find them, the rest of the job becomes pretty easy. So the main job is not coaching them. The main job is getting the right people. John Wooden, legendary basketball coach at UCLA, won 11 championships. I think it's 11 championships. He was asked once, you know, Coach Wooden, what makes you so great? What is the key to being such a great coach? He said, easy, have the best players. And I've shared that before, that it's a tongue-in-cheek answer that he was giving, but he also wasn't joking. It was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. You got the best players, then coaching them is a lot easier when you have players who can actually play. You got players who can't play, it's hard to coach. I know I got a lot of coaches who listen to this show. All right, Any of you ever had some bad players on your team? I know some coaches who've had teams where they just didn't have any talent, and it doesn't matter how good of a coach they were. All right, that team ain't going anywhere. Y'all ain't got no talent. All right, it's only so far y'all can go (laughs) with that team. So you need to get some talent. Any college coaches who are listening to this show right now, you all know, and correct me if I'm wrong. I've never been a college coach and don't plan on being one. But if you're a college coach who's listening to this right now, any sport, doesn't matter what sport it is, your main job is not coaching the players. Your main job is getting the right players on the team. Your main job is getting the right people in the locker room. When you got the right players on the team, all right, the coaching job is not as hard as when you got a bunch of bums on the team. All right, this is just a fact. Now, you coach, you probably can't say that out loud, but I can. All right, that's why I got this show. Jim Collins and his book, From Good to Great. This is a book that I've mentioned multiple times. If you have not obtained and read this book yet, then you are falling behind because I mentioned this. If I mention a book on this show, you need to go get it. If I mention an audio, you need to go listen to it. If I mention a, a TV show, you need to go watch it. I mention a documentary, you need to go find it. All right, just so everybody knows. Jim Collins, Good to Great. 
One of the biggest concepts in this book is first who, then what? In other words, you need to get and even use this language. You need to get the wrong people off the bus first, then get the right people on the bus, and then you do the work. You got to get the wrong people away first, then get the right people involved. And this is a I'm looking for the episode right now where I talk about that and I labeled it different. Here it is. Episode 1178. First, who, then what? That is episode 1178. Getting the right people in your space. Then you focus on, all right, what's the job we're going to do? What are the tasks? Let me train you. This is the same thing that a lot of business owners and managers and hiring staff, hiring people, HR people say that they want to do, but then in practice is very difficult for them to execute on this for myriad reasons, which is you hire for attitude, then you train for skill. But many people do the opposite, right? They hire for skill, and then they train for attitude. The problem is it's hard to train attitude into a person. It's easy to train a skill into somebody because you just show them how to do something. Anybody can learn how to do pretty much anything if they have, as long as they have control of their mental faculties. But somebody doesn't have the right attitude. It's hard to teach somebody to have a different attitude than what they got. They got what they got. They are who they are. You can teach me any skill, but my attitude is my attitude. So all of you who's in any business where you get to choose your people, and almost all of us are in a business where we get to choose our people, whether you're a recruiter, again, you're an HR manager, you're an owner who hires your staff, you have an office and you get to hire your assistants, you need to hire people who have the right attitudes, then you can teach them what you want to teach them how to do. Now, if they got the right attitude, you can teach them pretty much anything. They'll have the capacity for it. So your main job is not the thing. Your main job is finding the people, then teaching them the thing. Teaching them the thing is not as hard as finding the right person. Any of you who's ever been in a hiring position, I think you can agree with me. If you disagree, hey, send me a text and let me know why. The challenge for all of us, and some more than others, is that we spend so much time focusing on the thing instead of focusing on applying the 80-20 rule so that we can do more of the right things that actually work that we waste a lot of time ourselves. And when it comes to people being ambitious, usually the people who are in the top 20% are the people who have some level of ambition, meaning they want to be in the top 20%. You cannot get nor remain in the top 20% by accident. It's impossible. You could be there temporarily by luck. You could be there temporarily by happenstance. Things could just fall the right way at a certain time, but you're not going to stay there by accident. You must choose to be there. It must be intentional. I told you about this so many times here on the show. An episode where I talked about the greatness equation, episode 1103, episode 991, greatness is greedy. Are you in? Episode 800, how to know when you're in the presence of greatness. Episode 782, greatness is a decision. Episode 350, key to greatness is frequency. Episode 1833, the consistency of greatness. Episode 1543, how to focus on your greatness. As you can see, I've talked about this over and over and over again. If you're going to be great at what you do, you have to do it on purpose. You will not become great by accident. It is impossible. Why? Because you could get lucky and look amazing at anything for one day. I'll tell you a story. When I was in college, and I'm not going to mention this guy's name, but anyone who went to college with me or played college ball with me knows who I'm talking about. When I was in college, one day, our coach, I'm not even going to say what year this was, we needed a point guard for our basketball team. Because at the time, we didn't really have any solid point guards that were eligible and on the team and actively playing. So one day in practice, well, actually leading up to this day in practice, we had played several games already that season and we were losing games. And one of the main reasons was we didn't have a solid point guard who could handle the ball and get us into our offense. We kept turning the ball over. We were getting teams would put a full court press on us. 
We couldn't get the ball over the damn half court line, get into our offense and you know, run our plays. Our better players were like forwards and centers. So we couldn't run our offense. We didn't have a good point guard. So one day in practice, this guy who we kind of knew, but he hadn't been around a lot. He shows up on campus and he comes and practices with us. And this guy was looking amazing. This particular guy, he played the point guard position and he was looking great. He came and practiced with us and he was looking great. This guy was looking like Chris Paul in practice. Those of you who know who Chris Paul is, he's a point guard for the Phoenix Suns. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time. Statistically, any stat that you want to measure by, Chris Paul is one of the best point guards to ever play the position in the game of basketball. All right. Chris Paul statistically is at the same level, maybe even better than Magic Johnson statistically. Y'all know who Magic Johnson is. So this one guy, he comes into our practice this one day and he's looking damn amazing. And me and one of my teammates after practice, we're looking at each other like, all right, our, our team's about to get a whole lot better as long as this guy plays. If he plays and he plays like that every single day and he plays like that in the games, then our problems at point guard are over because this dude is looking goddamn amazing. Long story short, all right, that day, because this guy stayed around. He ended up that he didn't stay around for the next day of practice. He went away, but then he came back and he played with us for some time. And we've known this guy for some time. That one day when he was in practice looking like Chris Paul, let me tell you all the, the end of the story. He never looked that good ever again playing basketball with us. I'm talking about in practices and games and pickup games and workouts. That one day was the best I ever seen this dude play. He never came close to playing that well ever again. And I've seen this dude play a hundred times. He never looked that good ever again. The point of me telling you that story is to tell you this. Anybody can look good by accident once or twice. To be really good consistently must be a choice. So this is why I'm saying anybody who's in that top 20%, they got to be intentional about it. And they must have some type of process or system around being that good and staying that good. Even if they're not aware of the system, there has to be a system. All that being said, let's recap today's class. And tomorrow we're going into part two of this topic again is most people are not ambitious. Study was done on men through age 65. 1% became rich, 4% financially well off, 15% financially taken care of. The final 80% were either working because they had to, financially dependent, or did. Now, this was studying on people's financial outcomes, but this applies to any aspect of life, folks. Most people who end up in the top 20%, this is point number one, most people end up in the top 20% because they choose to, not most, all of them. Everyone's in the top 20%. Over time is because they wanted to be and they were willing to take the actions necessary to stay there. Nobody stays in the top 20% of anything by accident. You must be intentional about it. Point number two, in episode 2051, I told you how to achieve more through doing less. And the way that you do it is through applying the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle applies to actions. It applies to ideas. It applies to habits. It applies to people. It applies to anything that you have ever done in your life. Everything you're doing today, the 80-20 principle can be applied to it challenge for all of us as human beings is that we get so ingrained in our habits or our habits get so ingrained in us that we do the same things over and over again. A bunch of meaningless, busy work, a bunch of bullshit that's not actually helping us get anywhere, but we're so used to doing it that it's hard for us to not do it. The better you can get over that, the easier you can apply the 80-20 rule because logically it makes sense, but emotionally that's the challenge for most of us. Number three, if you're a salesperson, recruiter, coach, any profession that involves choosing the people with whom you will work, your main job is finding the right people. Your main job is not the thing, because if you get the right people with you, the thing becomes a whole lot easier. The thing is hard when you got the wrong people around. Like Jim Collins said in Good to Great, the biggest challenge that every business has is getting the wrong people off the bus and the right people on the bus. First who, then what? Then you figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. 
when you apply the 80-20 rule, all the other work becomes a whole lot easier, even if the people don't have the skill. You hire for attitude, you train for the skill. You could teach the person with the right attitude, you could teach them pretty much anything. Person with the wrong attitude, doesn't matter how good they are. Actually, the better they are, the more dangerous they become. Napoleon Hill said that in one of his lectures. All that said, tomorrow, we're going to go into part two of this. But let me tell you two things to do right now. First of all, text me to get my daily motivation text for free straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can work with me directly in my masterminds. That's my group program and my one-on-one program you want to work with. Four specific areas. We start with the mindset. Then we build on that with the strategies. Make sure that strategy and you are being held accountable. Then make sure you are executing, doing the same things the same way every time. That's what the pros do, the ones with the proven results, top 20%. That's what they do. You want to be in that group? Join me at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.